Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we have Q&A Friday with our good friend Danny Jacobs. Welcome, Danny. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. What questions do you have this week? All right. Uh, Another Rome question. Okay, Uh, you're killing me with Rome. Yes. Um, (laughs) I read that um, a lot of people interpret the the harlot, um, where it says the harlot sits on the seven hills of Rome. And, you know, there's there's obviously some congruency there because uh, Rome does sit on seven hills. Mm -hmm. So what makes you think that that doesn't refer to Rome? Well, for one thing, it's uh, found in Revelation 17, and the wording there are mountains, not hills. Okay. So that's the first problem I have with it. And mountains throughout Scripture are used That's not as, just a semantic? No. Uh, and, and mountains throughout Scripture are used as seats of power. Okay. So I think it's being symbolic that the harlot represents false religion, and so she has been a unifying element of all of these seven empires that have previously come. Okay. And, you know, if you want to go down the hill path, it's still not clearly Rome. There's over 42 different cities in the world that are called the City of Seven Hills. In fact, uh, Istanbul, which is the capital of Turkey, is called the City of Seven Hills. So even if you want to interpret it that way, it's still not a definitive picture of Rome. Well, that's interesting, and that actually leads me to my next question, because you spoke of unification. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the passages, it talks about um, sort of a conglomerate of different types of kingdoms that are united around one idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't really get along, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, we find in the... Uh the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had about the statue, and Daniel interprets the dream, and it's very interesting that it talks about the uh, feet and toes that are partly of iron and partly of clay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it says they don't adhere to one another. So it's a divided kingdom, as it says. Okay. And then in another passage, it says that the Antichrist will subdue three of the kings. So it's a lot messier, I think, than we've thought in the past, at least the way I see it in that the Antichrist is trying to consolidate his power, and they're really not getting along that great. So what about some specific uh, examples of this? Well, we see it today actually in Islam when we have the two big divisions of Islam is Sunni and Shia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the news right now, we have Turkey and Syria that are at odds with each other. Yeah, and I see what you're saying, I guess, because they all hate Israel. But as soon as Israel is not in the picture, they hate each other again. Yeah, it's very interesting. As long as Israel is in the crosshairs, they unite. As soon as they don't, the you see the coalition start to fall apart. Wow. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, great questions, Danny. And uh, we look forward to the study next week. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks again for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to join us on the web at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to join us as we continue Mining the Truth.